Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, hosted by Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer of Creelan.com. Listen in as Creelan introduced powerful people who have tamed their fears, embraced their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer. Today, I welcome Wendy Foster to the show. And before I bring her on, I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about her. Wendy has over 30 years of experience, education, and training in various fields. She is an empowerment coach, motivational speaker, trainer, entrepreneur, and author. She is also the creator of the GEM, G-E-M Project, which stands for Giving Empowering Moments. And it's a global movement for expressing gratitude, acknowledgement, giving, receiving, and paying it forward. Wendy has a dynamic personality, high-voltage energy, and extreme passion for teaching others. Wendy is a mirror for others to see and embrace their own greatness. Woohoo! Yay for embracing your greatness! <laughs> and she is the catalyst for leaping out of comfort zones. I love that. Uh, busting through hidden blocks and creating big, bold, delicious lives, both personally and professionally. So welcome, Wendy, to the podcast. Thank you, Creelan. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, and I'm so excited too. We were just talking a little pre-show. My guests know, or my my audience knows, I always do that. Like we always, I always am like, oh yeah, you know, we're calling from wherever. But I'm gonna mispronounce it again. So you're gonna have to say what? Where are you calling from in today? <laughs> <laughs> Nanaimo, British Columbia. It's like the Nanaimo, Nanaimo bar. If you know desserts, Nanaimo bar is a delicious dessert. If you can remember that, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> oh well, now I'm gonna have to look that up. But yes, just saying, you're going to have to have a Nanaimo bar if you haven't already. <laughs> That's right. So that I'm like, we're we're educating the whole world right now on what dessert they should eat. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> so That's not um, exactly what I would have them feed their bodies and feed their minds, though. <laughs> no, Sugar. no, I don't. I don't. They They know. They know. <laughs> We're going to talk about much different things, but I yes. just wanted to let people know where you, where you're calling in from because it's I I love how um, we've just been getting a bigger reach. Oh, you know, over the past year since I started this podcast, and it's just I love knowing where people are connecting from, and it's just so cool to to have that that um, have this message be spread, and and so I'm just I'm so grateful for that. So. Um, I would just love to learn more about you. I know we kind of connected a little bit um, over Facebook this morning, too, which was really cool. Um, but my audience, not all of them were there. So right. <laughs> how about you? <laughs> Tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. Okay. Well, I'm going to go way back to my very first career, which was early childhood education. And the reason that's important is, Today, as a coach, I use those skills and tools just as much, if not more so, than I did back in the day working with children. Because as you know, most of our stuff happens to us when we're in childhood, and then we carry around and and tend to be this child inside uh, in our adult lives. So that's the start, and getting out of my own way to do that was, it was terrifying for me to go to school and do all that stuff because nobody knows it now, but I used to be quite a shy person. (laughs) So getting out of my own way to start and take my training was the first thing. Um, 
I went on later to do uh, to become a counselor because I've always been it's always been my innate purpose to be of service and help others. So I thought mm-hmm. that would be a good route. Turns out it wasn't quite so much. I discovered coaching, and then I went on to there. Each and every single time that I did some of this stuff, I had to get out of my own way, and most times kicking and screaming (laughs) (laughs) or hiding. (laughs) And, uh, you know, those are – I can laugh about it now because I'm beyond it, but in the moment, not so much, you know. Mm -hmm. And I can relate to people who are stuck, who are in their own way. They can't even see it. It takes someone like you or me or somebody else to show them. So that's been a, a common denominator throughout my life. Some of the personal experiences that I've had and business experiences that I've had were devastating. And, of course, I really had to get out of my own way in those. One of them being, uh, you know, a divorce is one thing, but having my ex leave the country was a total other unexpected um, scenario. That was just at the very beginning of my launching my coaching business in 2004. And I had to stop everything and go back and... Uh, pick up the pieces from the retail store that we had and also pick up the pieces from my shattered 14-year-old daughter. That was a very challenging time. Um, And you know what? I did it. Uh, Got out of my own way and did what needed to be done. I look at it now and go, wow, who was that powerful woman? (laughs) (laughs) At the time, I went, I can't can't hang on. There's there's nothing more that can go wrong. I'm just losing it. Um, But those are the joys, you know, looking back, those are the those are the empowering moments that really, especially as women, we have such powerful um, persistence and perseverance and power inside of us that we're not even aware of. You know, I call us all, you know, we're all diamonds and sometimes we just we just can't see our own brilliance. Um, and it's moments like those when if you can't pick yourself up and get out of your own way, you need someone to give you either a great big hug and a, and a support or a kick in the butt. <laughs> Both at the same time. (laughs) And I often say, we'll give the kick in the butt first, and then we'll give the hug. It's all okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. You gave us kind of like the the very drilled down highlight reel, which is wonderful. So (laughs) (laughs) we don't have enough time to go into all the story. Oh, I know, I know. It's it's amazing, and I can so relate. And and we were chatting a little bit in in my group earlier about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're very similar. Um, so, and I actually didn't know that you were a counselor because I that's my background as well. I'm a licensed psychotherapist as well as a coach, and um, and it's it's amazing how a lot of people are drawn into. Something I know for me, I was drawn into wanting to help people and serve people, and then you know, being a therapist, which you know is a very wonderful, wonderful job. But I didn't feel the same connection. It sounds like you didn't either. Like I feel like I'm meant to help people in a different way um, than that. Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I have mad, mad respect for my colleagues who still do that work. Um, but it's it's led us to where we are. And that, and I totally understand the early childhood education too, because I have worked um, most of my um, therapist career worked with children, and so uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are so and, much alike. Wow, yeah. <laughs> soul and, sisters! And it's amazing how much um, adults are similar and how they learn. And. <laughs> <laughs> 
and how they react. <laughs> yes, it is so true. It is so true. Um, so I'm going to just leave it at that because I know we could probably talk forever about that. But I, I love that that journey. And then I've also been divorced and had to deal with my son, the devastation of, of that with my son as well. So a lot of parallels. So that's uh, yes. pretty interesting. <laughs> Yeah, pretty interesting how that works out. Mm-hmm. So so I know that you talked about, like, those stuck points and not being able to see it. So can you talk more about that? Because I, I think that's a really important point. Yes. Well, for me, the stuck points come to, um, well, particularly most recently, putting things on paper. Like, for me, not putting, like, thoughts, journaling and stuff like that comes easy to me. But if I'm working on something, a project or a new something for my business, it's very easy for me to get stuck in old patterns and habits and then they stop me in my tracks. So, for instance, mm-hmm. if I'm writing some content or if I'm um, doing a workshop and prepping for the workshop, there's something old inside that triggers in me a block that has me stop in the middle. And then I completely stop myself and I go into old negative thinking and negative patterns. And this is so common with my clients and uh, the business owners that I work with. So, the the way to get unstuck for myself in that and to help my clients is to just totally move away from it and look at it. How, be the observer. Who you know? What am I trying to say here? And who am I? Where am I coming from? If I come from the space of my clients and somebody who needs services and needs support, then I can totally push away the negative beliefs and thoughts I have and overwhelm and all that old chatter that's really really old. It probably comes from early childhood education or you know three to five years of age uh-huh. or you know definitely not older than ten then I can I can look at it differently and then the true me, what I could say the true me, the diamond in me comes out. My own brilliance shines in the way it needs to shine, not for me, but for others. And also gratitude. When we come from a place of gratitude, that other crap melts away. Because you can't focus on the crap when you're really full of love and, and joy and gratitude for everything around you. Including, you know, I'm alive today and I'm breathing and I can see those things we take for granted every day. And then, you know, having, you know, I've got a new client who she's not able to walk. She has some upper body strength only, and she gets around by crawling. And I look at that and go, Mm -hmm. if I complain about some little thing in my life, I better give myself that little kick in the butt. And just remember, I have to be grateful for the everyday things. And I think gratitude's probably the, gratitude and love are probably the two biggest ways I get out of my own way. And if I'm feeling, um, um, like maybe things aren't going the way I want them to. You know, that childish person coming out like, do I want it my way or no way? <laughs> then, uh, and that happens. I admit it. You know, I'm human and I like to play. And so sometimes the work, if it's, if it's too much work, I get upset and I want to just play. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then remember, you know, then be turn it around and say, okay, who can I help today to get myself out of this funk? And not, not for that reason, obviously. But obviously, I need to be serving somebody else because I'm not serving myself and I'm not serving others when I'm being grumpy or if I'm being whiny or I'm not, I don't usually whine because I hate whiners. But (laughs) 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 You know what I mean. We get in our little funks and that's when we get trapped and stopped. And uh, if you're by yourself and you don't have the 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 skills and the tools, you really need to bounce it off somebody else. That's why girl power, you know, having our own tribes people that we can share with is so important and of course you know other people service people coaches counselors people that it can help. is it's really important and you know and it just came up for me i've been saying this quote like for the last week i've been um doing a lot of a lot more um phone calls um 
and, and coaching and support calls and things like that in the last week because um, I'm developing my first uh, signature program. And Nice. Yes. And so one of the quotes that keeps coming up that I think is really appropriate to what you were just talking about is by Wayne Dyer. And I love his work. Uh, I followed him, you know, since the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. And he had said, you cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it. So a lot of times we think we get into that trap of thinking well, you can just think your way out of something. But the thing is, if your mind is the thing that's keeping you stuck, which is the case like 99% of the time, um, you're right. It's like you can't do it on your own. And for those of us, and I'll just speak for myself with superwoman complex, like I can do it all myself. I don't need anyone's help. Like that was my programming, you know, growing up. Um, yes. So it's like, well, why would I need anyone's help? I should be able to do this by myself, right? So mm-hmm. I, I don't need mm-hmm. I don't need someone to, to hold me by the hand or tell me because I already know. And especially, and on top of that, someone who was trained as a therapist, like it's like a holy crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, I yeah. really do know how, but it's, it's knowing how and doing it are not the same, and that's where we we get really tripped up. I think. I totally agree. And a couple of things you said. First off, big Wayne Dyer fan here, too, and love that quote and many of his quotes and his philosophy. Um, the word should. Oh, boy, we should on ourselves yes. a lot. Yes. <laughs> and, I you know, you and I being, yeah. <laughs> yeah, being in the, in the, yeah, being in the professions that we are, we recognize that a lot more with people who don't have that awareness. But we still do it to ourselves. And, of course, um, like you, when I have the background that I have, well, I should be able to do this by myself because mm-hmm. I have all this training. But it's like the fish in the water. The fish doesn't see the water. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's just we are in, in our own environment. We can't get out of that that way of thinking. We can't see a possibility or an opportunity if we're stuck in that thinking. Exactly what you said. And so whether it's a girlfriend or a coach or a business uh, colleague or whoever, whatever it is, to problem solve, brainstorm with, and have fun with it, and get out of the seriousness and stuckness and overwhelm, because uh-huh. once you spiral down into that, it's it's a challenge. And you know, um, I think I said yeah. to you off offline that, um, you know, I've had many many times where I've had to hit bottom first. I'm like, okay, I think I learned that lesson enough now. I think I don't want to go down there anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think right. when I if I start to fall down there, I'm going to start to you know call somebody. I'm going to call. I've got amazing women around me as well. And, uh, you know, there there are amazing women all over the world. And I say women because that's what we do is we collaborate and we work together and we solve problems together. And nobody needs to be alone. So there's always somebody to, to call. And our biggest thing is ask. Ask for help. Ask for what we need. Yes. Ask for that uh, hug when we need it. Maybe it's just that, you know. The simple needing a hug and not asking for it can make me go into my shell. Because <laughs> I'm a very touchy-feely, lovey person. So... Yeah, sometimes that's it, it for me. I just need a hug. Right, yeah. and I love that you brought that up because that's another theme that I've seen a lot over the last several months with women, especially, um, is that whole idea of support and how it's, it's one thing to know that you need support. It's another thing to ask it, but it's also even another thing to be able to receive it. And so I've been exploring yes. this concept with my students and clients um, and at my presentation when I do live workshops and stuff with, with my with people right there live in the room. And, and it's just so I love, like, seeing all the light bulbs go off with people because it's not 
you know, just this simple process. And there's so many things that are tied into us being afraid of asking for help because it's not just a matter of, you know, I ask for it and I'm going to get it. It's I'm going to ask for it and then it's not going to be there or they're not going to give it to me or it's not going to be there the next time I need it. Like there's so much wrapped up into just a simple ask, like you said, ask for a hug. Well, uh, you know, our minds just go nuts when Mm -hmm. we have this thought of I need to ask for something. And so I'm just going to stop there because I want to hear what you have to say. (laughs) Well, yes, um, I think that I don't even know where it stems from. I'd love to know when, you know, women especially where this started from because it's we're so different than men. And I don't like to do the gender, you know, thing, but there are specifically those kinds of things that are, you know, specific to us women. Um, mm-hmm. they asking for, well, let's see. Um, I think it's practice. And some somewhere in our lives we got shut down when we asked for something didn't get what we want, and it was very hurtful. And that wound stays there for such a long time, that, and it gets covered up, that we don't even know it's there anymore. And what happens is another opportunity comes up where we need to ask or want to ask for something. And there's this inkling, this fear comes up, and you're the fear whisperer, so you know all about this. But this mm-hmm. fear comes up that we stop ourselves in our tracks from the asking because of this old wound and something that happened way back when. And we don't challenge to say, well, this is a different time, this is a different situation, this is a different person, and I'm a different person in a different time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so our fears of being shut down actually shut us down, and we don't ask. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a matter of, you know, busting through that fear, asking anyway, what's the worst that can happen? And just go do it. And if the worst does happen, then come back a different way. Have a plan B. Have mm-hmm. a plan C. Kids do it all the time. If you look at kids, oh, my gosh, you know, can I get this? Can I do that? Why can't I? Blah, 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 blah. And they're, you know, they're amazing. I mean, if we sat, you know, for a day and watched children, and you, again, know this, they are just amazing teachers about how to socialize, yeah. how to get what they want, how to live in their own world. They create their own world all the time, moment to moment. And, mm-hmm. and they're present. We as adults, we lose being present. We're thinking about the future. We're agonizing about the past. And we lose the precious moments that are right now where we can make a difference and and be peaceful. So mm-hmm. that's my take on the stuckness. Yes, absolutely. And I, I totally agree with that. I, I feel like children are great teachers. I also say my cat is a really good teacher um, <laughs> because when he wants food, he he speaks up. When he wants love, he speaks up. If I don't pet him the right way, he will physically move to where I'm petting him the right way, or he will move my hand, you know, with his yeah. with his face. So he'll, um, he'll show you. <laughs> he will. He'll be like, I love it. Yeah. Now, you got to do that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. I think we have a lot to learn from those those observations. And, and I agree. I, you know, it comes from the past where we – had something happen, and then if, if it was true that one time, then we kind of extrapolate and say it must be true every time. And so I love to challenge people and say, okay, well, we we all know the evidence to support why things suck, right? How about we look <laughs> for the evidence to support what's going well? So, yes. and we do. We focus, like, out of 100 things that we could have done in one day, we focus on the one thing that didn't go our way instead of the mm-hmm. 99 things that went wonderful or w- went without incidents that weren't stressful or that were smooth. 
we forget about those. So if we can kind of retrain and look at things um, from that expanded vision of what's going right, that's one of the things I love to say is what what's right mm-hmm. with you rather Absolutely. than what's wrong with you. Yeah. Yes. Another thing that came to my mind as you were speaking is one of the things I use in workshops that's a really easy exercise and, and gives so much clarity is I draw two circles on the board side by side, usually on a flip chart. And in the first circle is um, this is what happened. So whatever the situation is, maybe you got to know when you ask for something. Whatever the situation is, this is what happened, just the facts. The second circle is what we made it mean. Because we, uh-huh. human beings, make meaning of everything, and, and most times it's not true. And if you follow uh-huh. the work of Byron Katie at all, you know, there are four yeah. questions, you know, is it true? And you, you dig down. Most times when, it, especially when I was working with um, youth, uh, I worked with 15 to 30-year-olds on a, on a, self, or a life skills program, and they, they fought me on this one a lot, and when they got it, it was truly uh, transformational. You know, if a, mm-hmm. if a, let's use this example. One, one girl is having an argument with her boyfriend and it's about flowers and she's always told him, well, she doesn't really care too much for flowers. But underneath, she really would love for him to buy her a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. And she's mad when he doesn't. And we use this and do a role play. And all of a sudden when she sees, okay, this is what happened. Um, I'm upset because he didn't buy me flowers. But what really happened is, Inside, I want flowers, but I didn't say, you know, I'd love a bouquet of flowers or, um, you know, she didn't communicate clearly what it was for her. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like the car accident scene, right? Several different people can witness a car accident. And every single person will have a different perspective on the very same accident. What happened is this accident occurred. Right. And then what right. people make it mean, each person has a different perspective. And that when you know that and can use that with other people, then even in a heated argument or a heated uh, discussion, you can see the person's perspective and totally change around the outcome of the situation to a positive one rather than a reactive negative one. And that's it's so, so yeah. powerful. Yeah. It is. And and I love that that little um, story about the, the woman with the flowers because um, when I, you know, the question that you ask is what does that mean? You know, think about what that could have meant for her. And if, if we can think about, because I, I've been a woman who has asked for flowers and not gotten them, and then I create meaning out of that too. So, Yes. Oh, yes, I've been there too. I know that one as well. <laughs> so instead of, you know, now I buy my own flowers and I'm single. So, hey, you know, That's it all right. works out. Problem solved. <laughs> and you get so the exact bouquet okay that you want. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But we do, we make it mean I'm not lovable. They don't love me. They don't care about me. I, you know, I suck. Whatever it is that, that, that meaning that comes from it. And not only from that, but then taking that to, because you and I work with business women, you know, yes. taking that to, um, I have several clients who, and we talk about this phenomenon of, you know, you post something or you send a newsletter, an email, and it's like crickets, no one's responding. So what happens is we take this and to mean nobody likes my message. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. People don't, um, you know, I mean, there's just so much meaning that we attach to something when, and you know, I just talked a client off the ledge the other day about that because it's like, well, what if they haven't read the email yet? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Their computer is in the shop. 
Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. So maybe it's not about you. Maybe it's about them. (laughs) Oh, you know, that, that sentence that you just said, what if it's not about you? That's the title of my talk that I'm giving in Calgary. And it's all about getting out of it's all about getting out of your own way and really looking outside yourself and being grateful for everything around you. And then mm-hmm. looking for opportunity to make an impact for others, which is all about the Gem Project. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, giving empowering moments, that's who I am. I, you know, a couple of years ago when this came into being, that's how it came into being is I people would say to me like you just you're so empowering, you inspire so many people. And because, you know, it's me, the fish in the water, I don't see that because it's who I am. You're the fear whisperer, so you don't see what well, you probably do because <laughs> you've been years in the profession. But at times, you, you just do what you do because it's naturally who you are. And people on the outside look in and go, wow, like you, you have this amazing ability with people, right? Ah, uh, yeah. And so everybody does. If you make a, you know, if you make a conscious effort to make somebody's day, um, give the compliment to the waitress on that, you know, her service. Or better yet, if she's getting harassed by another customer in the restaurant, you know, when she comes over, say, you know, really appreciate the patience and understanding and empathy you have for that customer who's not treating you well. She feels heard and understood, and it's not even anything to do. Like, it's just out of the normal, right? People think it. They don't do it oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then you make that lady's day. And uh, then it gives even more power to go back and deal with that customer who's not being, you know, they're not being a diamond today. They're being a piece of coal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I like to have fun, obviously, with everything I do. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And then it's so important, um, all all of this that we're talking about as far as, is really helping people shift, like I like shift their perspective. So we can look at it. That way, that's one option. I always say, if that's one option, how else can we, <laughs> what else is yeah. there? Yeah, because it's, it's really amazing what what we do ourselves when we stay stuck in that story. I love the work of Byron Katie, too. So I, I yeah. use that work with my clients. And um, it, it's so important to take a look at that. It's, you know, and, and like I said earlier, the, the evidence, like what's the evidence to support that things are going well, that you are supported, that you are um, loved that people do respect you that you know what you're doing and that other thing about um, knowing what you do um, or being good at what you do something that you had mentioned about that would really touched me because that's one of the pieces of my program that people are really interested in that I didn't expect them to be as interested in but it's about how do you know what you're calling it how do you know what you're an expert in and it, that's exactly what I tell people is what do you know that people, when people seek you out or when they hear you say that, you're just like, well, duh, everyone knows that. Like, that's where your brilliance <laughs> yeah. is, right? So, like, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I and often you don't see it yourself. You don't. No, a lot of times you don't because it, you, you're having your head like, well, duh, you know, everyone knows that. But not mm-hmm. everyone does. Not everyone no. chooses to um, use that information in the same way. Exactly. Yes, and then that's the gift that we give to the world is that that gift that we've been given, and that's the way I look at it. I didn't study to be this way. I didn't study to be an empowerment coach. I didn't study to be Mm -hmm. uh, an inspirational person or a motivational person. It's just who I am inside, and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of my training helps, of course, Um, and all the skills and tools I continually learn and grow and change, and I will be a forever student till I die because if I'm not growing – 
then I'm dying, and I'd rather grow and have fun doing it <laughs> and share that. Right. And, it's, uh, and the fun is actually in the sharing it and then the deepening for the learning for myself. Every time I work with a client, especially when I was working with groups of um, at-risk youth, wow, that was uh, an eye-opener. They taught me so much, and the learning just continues and deepens. And, and then they go, the brilliance is they get to go share something, too, and make a difference in their lives and their families and their communities. And, wow, like that's how we change the yeah. world, and I truly believe that. One moment at a time, one heart at a time, one smile, one one gift of who we are with somebody else literally changes the world and invites others to keep spreading that and expanding it. And I can feel that as I'm saying it. It uh, gives me goosebumps and it makes my heart sing. Yes, absolutely. Well, that sounds like a good place to wrap up. We're just about out of time anyway, but I love how you eloquently just put all of that about how kind of that domino effect of uh, and pay it forward a concept of how when you help one person, then that affects them, and then they go on to affect other people, and it just has this ripple effect in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and that's, that's the GEM Project, giving empowering moments all across the world, and we all can do a little piece. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, you can, it's just magical. And this is one of those one of those things, you know. We connected, and now we're doing that, and we're sharing that. And I get to share you mm-hmm. with my tribe, and you get to share me with yours, and we right. touch more and more lives by coming together. So awesome! Absolutely. I'm so so excited. I know. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. The time has gone super fast. <laughs> I know. It I knew it would. So fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And and I but before we sign off completely, I want to make sure um that people know how to get in touch with you if they want to learn more about your work and the Gem project. Sure. The best way because I'm having some technical fun times right now is to reach me by email and they can go through wendy at uh sorry, info at thegemproject.ca or wendyfostercoach at gmail.com. And if they put in the subject line a request for my uh, five tips on mastering the mischief of the monkey mind, I will help them get out of those spirals that keep us stuck and get them out of their own goddamn way. (laughs) Nice. I love it. I absolutely love it. The monkey mind, yes, I hear that. Oh, yeah. The monkey mind. And the ones who don't know will be so curious, they'll be asking anyways. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. So, Wendy, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. My absolute pleasure. It has been so fun, and I look forward to seeing you on Facebook and uh, hearing from your lovely audience. Yes, wonderful. And thank you, all lovely audience, for listening in, and be sure to stay tuned for more episodes of people who have learned to get out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. Are you a master at getting in your own damn way in life or in business? Let Creelan Peters, host of the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, show you how to tame your fear and embrace your greatness. Take her free quiz at creelan.com slash quiz. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash quiz. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast with Creelan Peters, the Fear Whisperer. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and leave a review on iTunes. You can also find us at creelan.com slash podcast. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in.